So many people ask me, Inga, how can I be a better leader in medicine, especially in academia? And there are so many people that really want leadership titles or seek for positions in their institutions. And I would say that there is so much misunderstanding what leadership really is. So if you ever thought about inspiring or aspiring to be a leader in academia or what it really means, stay tuned because today we're going to unpack what leadership really means and how you can go about it. And for today's episode, we're going to just take a broad stroke view and then dive deeper into future episodes. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution podcast. Well, hello there and welcome back to another episode of the Academic Revolution podcast. And today we're going to talk about leadership and what leadership really means, especially when it comes to academic medicine. So this is from pillar number two, which is leadership identity of my physician success DNA method. And this is going to be a big one. I thought what I'm going to do today is sort of provide a little bit of an overview and just share some thoughts about leadership and in future episodes we're definitely going to dive into more specific practical things including skills that you can actually learn. So let's dive right into it. So many times what I hear from my academic physician colleagues is that uh, people kind of fall into two camps. There's the one camp that says you know I don't really want to be a leader I don't have natural leadership abilities. I don't really want all that work and that pressure and they could never see themselves in a leadership position. And then there's other people that feel that is incredibly important to them, that they do want to be a leader. They want to acquire a position or a title and climb the academic ladder, not just by promotional uh, titles on the academic rank, but also by leadership departmental titles for a number of various reasons. I think leadership is really an interesting topic because I think it's one of the big buzzwords yet the most misunderstood things out there. So many people think that leadership is just a position or title to to achieve and that's what many people are looking for and honestly sometimes people get upset when they either you know get to the place of their leadership and then they realize you know this is not really what I thought it's going to be and it's not as much fun sitting in meetings and and doing administrative things 
And other people get upset because they really focus on the leadership title and when a leadership opportunity comes around and they are not picked, they might feel overlooked and get upset about that. And I think that's all coming from a place that we don't really understand what leadership really is. And it's not about a position or title at all. It is really about so many other things. And one of them is really about influence. One of the biggest things I learned from my mentor, John Maxwell, is that leadership is influence, he always said. Nothing more and nothing less. It's having influence on the people around you, on things that matter to you and the people around you to make the world a better place, to put it very simply. And, you know, I was in a uh, in a position a number of years back where I, I never really thought myself as a leader, to be honest. There was just things that I was drawn to naturally and things that are maybe in the wheelhouse of my natural giftedness and talents. We each have talents and giftedness that are quite unique to us that nobody else has or not in the same way and other things we are not so good at. And there were things that I was just observing that I was naturally good at. There's plenty of things, trust me, that I'm not very good at at all. But naturally, I was drawn to understanding, you know, how organizations work, not so much from an administrative and managerial structure, but really how to get the best out of people, how to create change in an amazing way, how to, in short, make the world of academia a better place. And this is what this podcast is all about. So... I naturally slipped into certain things without even realizing that that was all related to leadership. You know, I would easily do extracurricular stuff, so to speak, to learn more, to broaden my horizon, to have a constant growth mindset, to attend leadership seminars and retreats, to just gain a deeper understanding that most people wouldn't attend. And I just fueled my fire and my passion for how humans work, how we think, how we work together. But if you would have asked me back many years ago when I was still at Harvard, do you ever want to be a leader? I would have said, no way. I don't want to be a leader. I don't want to have that job <laughs> in, you know, in the corner office. That never even occurred to me. But at some point in my academic career, and I shared this on the early podcast episodes, I realized that when you are the, you know, the person with the boots on the ground in academic medicine, when you're the person who feels like a cock in a wheel, <laughs> and you just feel like you want to think, do things better and differently, you see the suffering of people around you, especially junior and mid-career faculty. You see that there's problems within the system that you desperately want to change then you suddenly realize, wow, there is things we could do better and differently and create change around us. And that's really when I woke up to the idea of leadership because I was experienced things as a junior faculty member back then and I was observing things that didn't seem like right or perhaps the best way to do them. And 
honestly, maybe I had no clue. That was just my observation and my experience. That was my personal interpretation of the situation. But I just sat there, I remember this aha moment I think I shared that I thought one day when I'm advancing in my career, when I am growing up, so to speak, then I want to do it better. I want to do it differently. And I want to desperately learn how to do it. And that's how I first got into all of this, including learning about leadership training, what it really is, that leadership is not a position or a title. Leadership is, as I mentioned, that's one of the first ahas I had, is really influence and creating change in a positive way. And so that's how I got on the journey of personal development and leadership. And I could talk a lot about what leadership really is and isn't. And we're going to unpack that in future episodes. But often when I ask people in leadership trainings that I've done in the past, and when I ask the group, well, what do you think a good leader is? I hear things like, well, they're a good listener, they are uh, they're a good communicator, they are um, perhaps, perhaps they have some vision, they're good in what they do, they have great knowledge. So there is skill and knowledge involved, but then there is also these soft skills, you know, communicating, having emotional intelligence, how to connect with people. But I think leadership is so much more. And these are all very surface level interpretations that we often talk about. As I mentioned, one of the things I think um, that is so important that I keep on coming back to that leadership is truly influence in the sphere of influence that you have, no matter irrespective of your position or title. You are a leader in your home if you have family. You're a your leader in your community if you choose to get engaged. You're in your leader in your program as you are making rounds or you're leading the team. We all have circles of influence, meaning people we interact with, that we influence in one way or another. And we can do that in a positive, uplifting way or in a negative way. We can move towards a goal of improvement and change, or we can go with a status quo or hopefully not make things worse. So that is where influence comes in, influencing people, gathering people around you in a positive way. Another thing that comes to mind is leadership is service, really serving people with your whole heart serving the patients you take care of, even that sometimes can be frustrating and challenging in our current healthcare environment. And that might mean also service within the organization, not necessary scud work, but really understanding the, the heart of people and what's going on in the hospital. And just to give you a quick illustration, the organization where I'm now, a number of years back, one of the leaders that did not have to do this, but he was a very senior leader in that hospital environment, and he chose to step out of his office and served in the cafeteria. Now, some people might have thought this is kind of silly. Why is he doing this? But I found it very admirable because that person was not afraid to do something different, to do something way below his pay grade, to speak, 
but to connect with the people. And no matter what you think about that, at that moment, I felt he's connecting with the heart of the people who are serving there. And we need to have more of those leaders that care more about the people than themselves or their position or their title or what they get out of being a leader. Leadership is also about change, creating change and not being satisfied with the status quo, but always thriving to do better and do things in a more positive way to create a positive impact in the world and help and serve more people, whether that's our patients or the people around us that help us move research forward. And very often, leadership is about doing the right thing. And that can be very challenging, doing the right thing that maybe a lot of people won't understand because they don't have the concept of the bigger picture. But doing the right thing and take courage to step into what is right versus what is popular. And that can be very difficult. And these also can be very lonely decisions and lonely path. That is why some people say leadership can be very lonely because when you have to make tough choices that you know in your heart of hearts are the right choices, are the right things in the bigger picture for the team and the goals and the vision you want to create, but are maybe creating short-term pains or not very popular, then that can be very challenging and very lonely. And I also wholeheartedly believe as a leader, you're there to shine light into the darkness, to call out what is wrong, wrong, and call out what is right, and stand up for what you believe is the right thing to do. But also being open and hearing other people's viewpoints. So I just encourage you as you go about your week after you listen to this podcast, really pause and reflect Go through your day with open eyes, eyes wide open, heart wide open, an open mindset and really absorb, you know, what's going on around you. Observe what is good leadership or things that were challenging and also observe yourself and see what are you naturally drawn to. Because as I mentioned, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. That means whether you have a title or not, you are called to do something where you're put um, and where you're at. Or perhaps you're called to something else. But observe what that is and understand and kind of tune into what are the things I'm drawn into? What is my natural giftedness and where can I make an impact and with that lead? Because once you make an impact, you influence people, you create change, you're serving people, you're calling out what is right and shining light into the darkness. That is when you start to shine and to lead again, no matter what your position or title is. And once you get that, everything shifts around with you. See, we don't change academic medicine by just going along with the status quo or trying to do things a little different and a little better or tweaking some tiny wheels over here. While I'm all a person for baby stepping yourself to success when it comes to your personal goals and to your achievements and to habit creation, I want you to step out of that baby step mindset though when you think about creating change and leadership. 
you want to think in big strokes. You want to see the big picture. You want to have a bigger and better vision and be blown away what people can accomplish when they come together under one vision, under one goal to create a better world, a better system, a better environment for the patients, whatever it might be, a better research laboratory. We create an academic revolution and transform academic medicine from the inside out by starting by ourselves, remember that, and by creating change within you and change around you through your leadership inference, you will eventually become the tipping point. Things will tip over, they will shift, and that's how we create transformation. Leadership is really about creating a vision and then implementing the vision and understanding your purpose and your values and implementing that all by setting goals that fulfill that vision and getting a team behind you, doing it together, working towards that common vision. But if you're not clear what the vision is or the goal is or your values are, you're just going to toddle along and fall into the well-trodden path of status quo and actually there's nothing getting better from this. In fact, if you don't change anything, things will just deteriorate and get worse. Just observe what happens to a building if you leave it alone. Eventually it will decay. The same thing will happen with institutions unless we are actively continue to change and improve and stepping into larger visions. And the last thing I want to say, once you start focusing on a different aspect versus focusing on if you're one of those people who want to be a leader and say, I want to be a leader, I want to have this title, I want to apply for this academic leadership position. Once you start focusing away from the title and the position and what you might even get from it, so many people do this. Ask yourself, why do you want to actually be a leader? Why do you really want to do this? Do you want to do this for the recognition, for the pay increase, or for the potential influence you will have over people? or because it just looks good on your CV for whatever many reasons, or maybe that's because how academia works, you just go and advance the academic ladder by acquiring more titles. That's well, but it's a broken strategy. It will never really fulfill. And so many leaders end up in this position, and they're actually not that happy, and they're also not that effective as a leader because it comes from a position or a title, we call that positional leadership, I just tell you what to do kind of leader, versus really one that comes from influence and service. But when you shift your perspective from the position and the title to how much can I give? How can I serve? How can I create positive change? How can I be? That's why we call it a servant leader. That doesn't mean that you just give in or bend in or submit. That means service, but it also means radical change. I mean, look at some of the most powerful leaders in, in the history, those that are creating positive change and good things. They called out what was wrong. As a person of faith, Jesus comes to mind. What did he do? He called out the corruption of its time. He changed the system and called out the corruption and basically pulled up the rock under their feet and tumbled everything over. And he did so 
by calling out the wrong, but also by serving. Anyways, what I wanted to really focus on, focus on the aspect of change and what you want to create as a positive impact in the world versus the position on the title. And when you focus on that, everything becomes easier. It doesn't feel like a drag. It becomes something that is part of you, who you want to be. And also it becomes a lot more fun along the way. And then lastly, we're going to talk about this in the future, but just know that don't be afraid. You might say, I don't really have the skills or the talent or the know-how. That's no big deal. You can develop those skills. They are skills as a leader that can be easily learned. A lot of the things can be learned. And where you're lagging, maybe uh, lacking some skills and knowledge and know-how or a particular skill set, well, guess what? That's where we build teams and we bring those other leaders uh, in to come alongside of us to support each other and lift each other up. That's how we create institutional change. It starts in small pockets and it can spread. And that's what he had to do. So I hope this just encouraged you, just to encourage you to think about leadership differently, to not look at the title, but look at the service and the influence and the positive change you can create, whether it's in your home, in your community, in your laboratory, in your institution, in your team or division or research group, whatever it might be. So just reflect on that and, um, and take notes and journal. And then in future episodes, we are going to talk more about those actual skills, kind of levels of leadership, all those good things. So there's more to come. Well, I hope this served you and just gave you some food for thought. If you enjoy this podcast, please, please go ahead, share it with your colleagues and friends. The more people you share it with, the more people um, can increase their awareness and the more people we can help together because it is a movement and together, only together we can change academic medicine from the inside out, one person at a time. So have a wonderful day and talk to you soon. Hey friend, did you know that you can now earn CME credits for listening and reflecting to what you're learning on this podcast? How it works exactly, you can find out when you go to the show notes and scroll down and look at the CME opportunity. This is powered by CME Phi and how it exactly works and what type of credits you will be earning is outlined in their web link in the show notes. These are for point of care learning, just what we do as adult learners as we learn new facts, we reflect on them and then we implement them and that's what you can do with this podcast. I just want to add that to you as an opportunity and as a thank you for listening to the podcast. Have a wonderful day and talk to you soon.